everyone, in this episode I'm going to be introducing one of my new classes that I have, which is Conflict of Laws. So this episode is just going to give an overview of what Conflict of Laws is, the different theories that we're going to go for throughout the semester, and also some, uh, yeah, just, just to give a good overview of those different things. Alright, so Conflict of Laws is simply going to be defined as whose laws, meaning which forum or which sovereign, are we going to follow when we're going to try and litigate a case? In other words, this is pretty much choice of laws, which we talked about briefly when we did Civil Procedure 1. Uh, and even though this is a fairly straightforward situation, uh, definition of whose laws are going to govern, there are several theories about how this works, and these theories have changed significantly throughout history. Uh, the unfortunate part about that, too, is... Not every state adopts the same theory. So you've got several states who use the traditional approach or the first restatement approach. You've got others who use the re second restatement approach, so on and so forth. So what are these different theories? And this is, again, just to give an overview of what these theories are. Um, you have the traditional theory. You've got significant context. You've got the second restatement. You've got the interest analysis. We've got Lex Fori got better law, and then we got combined modern. And combined modern is pretty much any combination of any of those other ones except for traditional. Okay, so I didn't get into any of the details of what those are. I don't plan on doing that in this episode. Uh, I just want to let you know what a conflict of laws is. It's pretty much just choice of law rules and statutes that we're going to follow depending on which jurisdiction that we are. So we need to figure out first which jurisdiction we're going to be in, uh, what laws that jurisdiction is going to apply and what approach that jurisdiction uses and how these different things can actually make a difference on the outcome of a case when you have an issue and two different jurisdictions answer that issue in a different way. I do want to go over some other significant terms that we're going to come, uh, come across during this semester the first is going to be comedy. Comedy is just when one jurisdiction is is not going to be required, but they do accept the laws of another jurisdiction anyways. That's kind of like the golden rule, uh, doing to others the way you want to have them done unto you. States treat other states the same way. You have lex loci, uh, which is Latin for the law of the place. And then you're going to have to forgive my Latin, lex loci contractus which is the law of the place of the contract, and then you have lex loci delicti, or delicti, something like that, which translates to the law of the place of the tort. These are just principles. They're generally associated with the traditional approach where you're going to apply the laws where the contract is formed, or you're going to apply the laws where the tort occurred. Then you also have this principle of vested rights, and this is the idea of when you have a claim uh, to something, a claim to a case in one state, well, then you're going to have that same claim in, no, in another state. Those rights are going to vest and travel with you even if you go into another state. Our final principle is going to be domicile. This is another thing that we talked about in civil procedure. The very, very basic, basic term is just going to translate to where does an individual or an entity uh, live uh, for purposes of jurisdiction. 
All right, so that's our overview of Conflict of Laws. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode. We're, we're actually going to get into the first of these uh, theories that we went over, which is the traditional or the first restatement theory. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.